Welcome to Combat Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated to UFC and Bellator discussion, the MMA community, and combat sports in general. I'm your host, Ryan Smith, and joining me this week is the man with the keys to victory, John Keys. Yo, good evening. It's Tuesday night in the world of combat sports. What's going on, Ryan? You know what? As you can see, I am not in my typical combat sports talk gear. I am yeah, in yeah. I am in Bobcat's red and black my my 7-year-old flag football team <laughs> just won its first playoff game tonight against the number wow. 2 ranked team ranked se- our team is at the bottom of the rankings. We are last seed. We are we are the bottom. <laughs> 2 wins. That's all we got all season. And we had to play the number two seed tonight, and we beat them 18 to nothing. So shout out to the Bobcats flag football team. I'm never taking this off. I'm never taking this off. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So that's fine. It's, it's, we're, we're in quarantine right now, so that's cool. Um, I'll never have to smell it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good, man. 18 to this. That's a blowout. Yeah, and and so, my, my son's got a my son scored a touchdown tonight on a reverse. Woo! So, uh, That's yeah, what I'm talking good. about. So, yeah, shout out to good, shout out man. to Mitch. Solid. Yeah. What's up? What it do? What it do? You know, keep keep it down. All right. You know. Anyway. Anyway, you got you got oh, you got anything cool to tell us tonight? I got a couple of things. All right, what you got? You know, let's talk about actors because, you know, we got rid of one actor over the weekend. Let's bring in two more actors, okay? So uh, Dolph Lundgren, okay? Okay. You know Dolph Lundgren, you know, Gaga. He dies. He dies. He dies. Yes, and and Gunner from um, Expendables. Loved it. And he was also Drago again in Creed. Right. Um, Do you not know that from the age of 7 to 10, that he studied uh, judo and goju ryu, karate. I did not know that. Yeah, and then from the age of ten, he studied kyo- kyokushin karate, which is the same martial art that George Saint Pierre studied. Right. Uh, he actually received a second degree black belt in that. Oh wow! And he he was also team captain of the nineteen eighty uh, Swedish karate team, I believe it was. Swedish karate team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Let me make sure. Hold on. My bad. Was well, it? yeah. it's just that because his 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 you know his preeminent preeminent role was the role mm-hmm. of Drago, which was a Russian character. So mm-hmm. I think most people just assume that he is of Russian descent. Yes, it's not. He's Swedish, and wow. I say 1980. My bad. It's 1978. He okay. was on. He studied. He studied um, uh, Kyokushin for five years, and by the in the end of the fifth year, he had a second degree black belt in Kyokushin. Anybody who actually trains martial arts, that is a feat, because it takes years to attain a black belt, and then on top of that, it's that's just impressive in, in five years. Okay, it's it, you know it's sort of like how BJ Penn got his black belt in six months. And in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Gracie jiu-jitsu, that's impressive. All right, so uh, let's see here. What what else can I tell you? Uh, yeah, he was the captain of the Swedish Kyokushin Karate team. Also, 
you remember how in the Expendables they talked, they were they were talking about his character and how he had a chemical engineering degree from no. MIT. Ne- ne- never saw it. You never you, you never saw the Expendables. I I I've, I saw the the movie cover. I saw the the no, trailer no, 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 for no, the movie. No, 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 no. no. You, you need to you, you you you're making you're making people cry right now, Ryan. You, you've never seen you've never seen none of the Expendables. No. You're making people cry. Anyway, okay, so this is gonna fly over your head, but it's still interesting enough. His character Gunner, these they were joking with about him, saying that he got a he got a a, a, a chemical engineering degree from MIT. In actuality. He has a master's degree in chemical energy, uh, chemical engineering, from uh, the University of Sydney. So he does have he is a master. the The formula that he actually put on the on the napkin, if you ever get to watch the movie, it is an actual legit formula. Okay. Wow. So there. You know, now, it's interesting. It's interesting though that some mm-hmm. uh, you know that some actors actually are like real professions and like. Legit professions, like actors back in like the fifties and sixties, you know, they some of them went to school and and became something, and then they became actors. But it doesn't happen yes. so much anymore. It's kind of a rare thing to find out that you know an actor is has a PhD or something like that. So I remember the 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 girl from like the Wonder Years. She went back and got like a math degree or something like that, and then like. Right. Uh, Blo- if you remember Blossom, like she is like a uh, like a she's like an astrophysicist or mi- yes. either astrophysicist or microbiologist. One of something these, like that. Like super blown, mind yes. blowing. So it, it's it's yes. interesting when you find out that like Dolph Lundgren is like a chemical engineer who just happened yes. to be an actor, or Ken Jeong, right? Ken Jeong is probably the most well known. He is a he's a physician <laughs> who happens to be a comedian, and now he doesn't have to take care of people. Right, and, and on top of that, Natalie Portman. You know she right. has a political science degree, and, right. and she speaks like uh, like five or five to seven different languages. Yep. I mean, now she is she, and she's on Mensa level. For, so, for for those of you watching, and you're like, what does this have to do with with the UFC or MMA? Nothing. It have nothing to do with it. Nothing, this is how we start the show. We, yeah, and I'm going to swing it right about. Watch how I swing this right around. All right. Okay. Speaking about another actor. Uh, you know who Tracy Lords is, right? Tracy Lords. She's an actress that has starred in movies like Blade and um, Underworld, and you know she's done some uh, some parts in Roseanne. What's, yeah. What's what's Blade? You're joking. Yeah, I am joking. I've seen okay, and I'll I've seen Underworld as well. I've seen all the yeah. Underworlds. There you go. Look, okay. I've seen it. I don't know who Tracy Lords is though. Are you, are, are, are you no, I'm serious. I have no idea who she is. I don't know actors. You know, they got to be like, like, have done something amazing. Get to your point. We're seven minutes in. We got to get to the show. Come on. She, she has done things that are amazing, dude. Okay. <clears throat> I can't go on this camera and tell you all the amazing things that she's done, but she is a degree, a, a belt away from being a black belt in ninjutsu. Okay. And, that, huh? and you know, yeah. Look her up. And then you'll see why it's like, oh wow, she could do, she could break you off in many ways than one. Anyway, moving on. All right, I didn't like which way that was going. 
I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> Wait, that was an interesting choice of words. I can't believe I don't you know, know Tracy Lawrence. I don't know. I know at least I know Wesley Snipes. I know Wesley Snipes, and I've seen Underworld. You should be proud of me. Like I'm, I be proud. I All guess right. I'll take a win wherever I can. Okay. Thank you. There you go. All right, here we go. All right, Let's get enough. into it. There were fights on Saturday night, and the fights that we're going to talk about happened at the UFC Apex Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Let's get into it. This is the official decision. This is the official decision. This is where we talk about the fights that were on Saturday night. There were Five fights on the card at UFC Vegas 13 Santos versus Teixeira Saturday, September or Saturday, November 7th, 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the first fight, Claudia Gadela lost to Yan Xiaonian. Or is it is it Xiaonian? Because it's the last name first. So is Yan her last name? I don't know. Yan is her last name. Okay. Yan. No, 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 I no, don't no. know. Yan is our first. Yan is our first name. Is so, Yan Zhao Nan? Zhao. Okay, so Zhao Nan Yan. So that yes. would be we're respectful. Um, yes. Defeated Claudia Gadela via unanimous decision, twenty nine twenty eight. Um, now that positions her for a potential fight with Zhang Wei Li, which is exciting. That is very exciting, and not only that's going to make so much history. Um, I think. It would be a very interesting, especially seeing how she fought, how she how she boxed out, you know, Claudia Gadea. I want to actually see this fight. I want to see how it's going to go down. Right now, now Zhang Wei Li still has to fight Rose Thug, no hair Nama Yunus. Like that fight right. still needs to happen. But yes, Zhao Nan Ya, Zhao Nan Yan, still is in the running. Like Claudia Gadella is a high level high level fighter at one fifteen. Mm-hmm. So. So she's perhaps made a case to be able to be at least as the backup for for Rose Namajunas and possibly get the next title shot. What she said is is that she actually knows Zay, uh, 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 Zhang Weili, but what she they're from different gyms, so they're not friends, but they know each other, and so that makes so, it even a little more interesting. So that means this is gonna, uh, and you know. I'm gonna stereotype it. I don't care. This don't is a kung, this might end up in a kung fu flight fight, and whoever they they gonna bring their masters, and it's gonna get real. And somebody somebody be... school board is getting broke. Sifu, Sifu, Sifu. Yeah, but you know it was funny. Sifu. Yeah, they might have some seafood after they after their seafood. No, not seafood. Not seafood. Sifu. Okay. Sifu. All right. All right, I see through your seafood. That's what I do. All right, here we go. Jiga uh Chikadze. I, I like okay. I, I I was I was working on it. I went back and watched the watched the pronunciation and I think I still got it wrong. You know, I I, wish, got the last thing right. <laughs> I, I I I wish that uh uh you know that you know that that I never mind. Uh yeah. he defeated Jamie Simmons via the head kick. Like, did you hear that head kick? It sounded it, like they said. It sounded like he took a baseball bat and hit a baseball out the park. It yeah. was nasty. 
Okay, yeah. my my girlfriend and my son were sitting right here, and they, we were watching it. And this was their first real exposure to MMA. And when they heard that, they were like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "It it does it like that." Yeah, it be like it bees and, like that sometimes. It bees like that sometimes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, my my son is going to be watching, you know, more MMA with me from now on. So. All right, well, that's awesome. So that that means that you know potentially we can uh, we can replace you. That never happened. <laughs> he, he didn't He's have the history. Shy. He doesn't he have, have the shot. He's, he's too shy. And speaking about history, you know, today marks like the hundredth episode for me, don't you? Yes, it does. Oh, I wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to to, to congratulate you. Like, oh, that this well, is well, your one you. hundredth episode. This is it. I sent you. Listen, you don't act like I forgot because I sent you <laughs> your debut on episode forty-eight, so you can hear yeah. your first episode. And I forgot tonight. But I knew it was your 100th episode, so it, hat, it is, yeah. So hell of a journey. Hats, hats well, off to you, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. You know thank what? You. you know, you know, a pet peeve of mine is people when they say hats off and they're wearing a hat, but they don't take their hat off. Like, what is that? Uh, it's just a figure uh, of speech. At that exactly. point, exactly. Hats off. That's why I don't wear hats. That's why I don't wear hats. All right. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll have to. We'll have to. What we'll do? What I'll do is I will link episode 48 to uh to this episode so that people can listen to your debut on combat sports talk and you know i think i i don't i think i was just as funny there as i am right now i think you 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 have gotten funnier over time i i think (laughs) what it is is that i have learned to appreciate your humor over time because i i can tell you i can tell you that the the first couple episodes, like 48, 49, I'm like, man, I think I made a mistake. Like, I, how really? do I tell how do I tell John that maybe he ought not to be on combat sports talk? <laughs> that hurts my feelings. That hurts well, my feelings. It shouldn't. It shouldn't because now I'm a hundred episodes in. I'm committed. Yeah. So are, so are crazy people, but you know it is. What no, it is. no. I what what happened? What I, I will t- I will tell you this. This is my favorite memory of you being on Combat Sports Talk. You you decided that you were going to go into the bad walkout music thing, and so it's like so so for those of you who are new to the show. Oh. Jo- John has some reoccurring bits, and and so it will come up every once in a while, and he'll be like, you know, oh, so and so walked out to this music that that you know you never want to w- fight a guy who walks out to a ballad, a love ballad, or something like that. And so yes. in this particular show, I don't remember what number it was, but it was you, in the sixties or seventies, <laughs> you would not get off it. And I'm sitting there like, okay, okay, let's go. And you just kept bringing it up and bringing it up and. By the time I got to the end of the show, I'm literally, I was mad. I was calling KC. I'm like, John has pissed me off and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, <laughs> it's probably not as bad as you think. And I was like, fine. I'm just going to I'm gonna listen to it on my way to work. And I, I turn on the podcast on the way to work. And I'm listening to you just keep beating that horse and just beating that horse. <laughs> and it was the, I was crying. I mean, tears are coming down my face because it was so funny. And 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 so oh. 
I think that was probably when I appreciated your humor and I realized oh. that 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 you are a hilarious person that combat sports talk world needs to see and needs to know every week and and I'm so glad that you're 100 oh. episodes in. Congratulations, sir. Well, well thank you, Ryan. Um I know for me uh I was nervous in the beginning. I didn't know if I I, I finished doing a, a one podcast uh, some time ago, and I was like, I don't think I'll ever do another podcast again because it was so stressful at times. But then you 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 start talking, and I started talking to you, and I'm like, you know what? Let me give it let me give it my all, okay? Because this is something that I've known for God ever since I was a teenager, and it's been an honor. A privilege, sometimes frustrating. Mm. You know, I, I will not lie. It was, it was. Sometimes it's frustrating, but I, I knew that the more we talked, the more we got to know each other, the more we would report. And then, and then I met KC, and then I met George, and it's like, man, you know, I, I don't think that with 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 the two of us, we're mighty. With three of us on here, we are on fire. But to have all four of us on at one time, we are a blazing firestorm. And it's only going to get better and brighter at this point. I thank you for inviting me on here. And I, I and you know, I thank you for, for educating me, teaching me more about, uh, about MMA, having me, having, you know, that you guys trust me enough to bring my knowledge to the table and, you know, you guys being gracious enough to enlighten me to things I didn't know. Well, all I can say, and and all I can say is that combat sports talk is better with you on it than with you out it than without you. So, so I'm glad that you are able to contribute all that you have to this show and, and congratulations on episode 100. And here's to the next, Hundred, all right. And to the first guy who comes out to, um, oh, no, we're not doing it. Mariah. No, no, we're not first, doing it. Like, I need somebody to come out to Mariah Carey song before the year's over with. No, right. we're not. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're yeah, not yeah. going. We're not going into that rabbit hole. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, like, like you're mm. not gonna get me this time. I'm just saying. All the Brazil has been doing it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. They have. So. <laughs> Raoni. Barcelos defeated Khalid Taha via unanimous decision. 40-plus-year-old Andre Arlovsky defeated Tanner Bozer via unanimous decision. This dude should be retired, but he keeps finding a way to win. I mean, go back to, like, early 2000s. He was heavyweight champion. It was the Tim Sylvia and him, the, you know, the, the trilogy between those guys. Yeah. The maniac, yes. if you will. Yes, and you know the funny thing about uh, Andre, he wasn't even wanting. He he did. This was not his first career choice. Choice. He wanted. To, he wanted to be a cop in Chicago. Wow. Did not know that. Yeah, and he and he he just loves. He, he was boxing, and he loved boxing. And the mixed martial arts craze was going on, and he jumped in, and, and he found out he was really good at it. And here we are now. You know, two hundred plus pay per views in. Mm-hmm. And he's still ticking, and he's he's. It's like you could tell that 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 he has the wisdom now, 
Yeah. That he doesn't have to fight with the crazed fighter that he used to be, but actually he has a calm wisdom about him. Like he's gonna beat you with his experience more than he'll beat you with his fists. Right. But his fists are nice. And, and, and talking about someone beating with experience, Glover Teixeira defeated Tiago Maheta Santos via rear naked choke in round number three. Dude, talk about a guy who can take a licking and keep on ticking. Glover Dude. Teixeira, man, like he ate those pun- he ate those knuckle sandwiches and was like, "What you got for dessert?" <laughs> you know. Take a look good. <laughs> Let me be the first one to say I got it wrong. Okay, let me be the first person to say I'm happy I got it wrong. Here's oh. Glover Teixeira. Oh, give it to me, dude. Yeah, extra no, you, is extra pickles. You, you, you and me, we got to do it because we both got it wrong. George yeah. and KC, they got it right, but guess what? They yeah. ain't here, they so here. we don't have to hear them say "I told you so." Yeah, yeah. You, so, you didn't exactly. tell me nothing. Exactly. Too bad. Can't do it next episode. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, he, Glover Teixeira, oh my God. He went in there and I was, I was, I knew that my, that Santos was going to go in there and just literally beat him. And he, he gave him the stanky leg early. Mm-hmm. But right. what did Teixeira do? He actually, I guess, in that, that veteran style, he went to grapple with them. And I totally forgot that. Mahete's grappling skills aren't he, top He notch. might be from Brazil, but he don't have that BJJ. <laughs> exactly. He is a Muay Thai striker. That's what he he's is. A, he is a, he's a black belt Muay Thai, and he's a green rope in capoeira. Okay, uh, so, oh, yeah. Ho- yeah. Ho- hold on. Hey, 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 George, what belt are you in, in, uh, in Muay Thai? <laughs> huh? What belt are you, What's George? Yeah, huh? yeah, huh? can't hear. Yeah, where you at, George? Kind of quiet over there. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't got, see it. I don't think you, you got, got one of those. You don't have a belt, do you? I mean, he got championship belts. He does <laughs> I mean, have championship yeah, belts. He has but, two championship belts. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's our double champ, but he don't have he don't have a black belt in Muay Thai, does he? No, he, he ain't got he ain't got that black belt. Right? He ain't got that black belt. Um, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. Uh, so Maheta, <laughs> see, look, look, look. He doesn't. He, you, you, you can make that, make those jokes because you are all the way in Casa del, uh, wherever. Casa de Yaves, yeah. Casa de Yaves. <laughs> Me, I'm just down the street. <laughs> he, he, he gonna leg kick my door down. <laughs> He's gonna find you, and he gonna find and you know, me. That's the best part. He don't know what, but eventually, eventually, we gonna have to see each other. And yeah. I'm gonna have to wear some, wear like a telephone book in my shirt or something no. like that. No, we're gonna yeah. cover this a little bit later. But Stephen Wonderboy Thompson leg kicked a bodybuilder. We're gonna cover it a little bit later. He gonna leg kick us, man, and and yeah. he gonna we gonna I'm be looking funny. like ground beef on our legs. <laughs> He's like, well, how he, you like that? Yeah, he got to tone up that ab I have. So, you know, that'll be great. Okay. All <laughs> right. Rate. So, yeah, Glover Texera. Uh, he, he he weathered it like a veteran, like a veteran yeah. pro that's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. He, he, he knows some things because he's seen some things. And now he is in position. He choked him out. Choked I him out. I haven't seen – it's rare that you see Glover t- 
choked somebody out, and he did it masterfully, smoothly. Mm-hmm. And now he is in position. He's, I think, he's in a belt position. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's think, ranked. We, 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 yeah, we, I plan to cover it a little bit later, but he is okay, ranked well, yeah. number one in light heavyweight right now. Can you oh believe my that? God. Can you believe right, that? But, yeah, man, believe. Shocking. Believe uh, it. All right. So since we since we keep stealing our own thunder, let's go ahead and close the book on this one and put this on the shelf because this card is history. Let's go into the stories that that make uh that making the waves in the UFC world with finding the angles. All right, this is Finding the Angles. This is where we talk about the things that are making ways in the UFC world. And the number one story of the of the day or for the show is our headliner. So this weekend, Rafael Dos Anjos was was slated to fight in the main event of the evening against uh makachev uh is islam yeah. makachev but islam makachev yeah. uh, got a a viral infection i don't think it's covid i think it's just a, a viral infection maybe it's staff or something like that but it, he mm. was out so he's five days notice and so Rafael dos años needs a needs an opponent in order to salvage the card because he is the main event so nice. guess who steps in <laughs> paul felder now Paul Felder, when he's not in the in in the octagon, he sits ringside with a headset and a microphone similar to what we have, and he does yeah. color commentary for the show. Yes, he does. I it is my understanding that he was scheduled to provide color for this show. Again, with, with yes, he, he was going to cover Rafael dos Anjos and Islam Makachev, but because Makachev got. Uh, got removed from the card dude is like taking off the necktie taking <laughs> off the sport coat and stepping in the octagon the, the funniest thing i read so far is that reebok is actually just going to put his name on on the suit so that he can just walk stand up when it's time for him to fight he can just stand up <laughs> and just walk into the ring with his with his suit with in the ufc fight kit that would be the dopest thing ever. He could sit there and do color commentary all the way up to the fight. And he's like, oh, excuse me, guys. And just starts just disrupting right there and just goes on in the ring. That would be the dopest thing ever. It, it would be kind of funny. Give, if y'all can give Thug Nasty his camo shorts, y'all can make this happen. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's right. So he, he is being heralded as a hero because he's stepping in with five days notice. He was not in training camp. He was not getting prepared, but we always support those fighters who are willing to fight anyone, anywhere, at any time. And that is Paul Felder. Shout out to him uh, because he is going to save this card. And and between him and Rafael Dos Anjos, he may put on a heck of a show. I think he will. I I think I I, I like to say that Paul, you know, regularly says that he stays in some sort of shape. Mm-hmm. So you know. I want to say that with him being by the ringside all the time, I don't know if he's called the RDA uh, fight before, but he's seen he's seen enough. He 
he just needs to get in shape, get his mindset right, go in there and do it. I mean, he might be one of the types that doesn't need to train all that much because, you know, fighters are known to overtrain sometimes and they do a lot more damage to themselves than actually being in a fight. This might be one of the signs. I, th- I hope it's a good fight. I think it'll be a great fight, honestly. You know, even if, if he even had um, a full training camp, I think this would be an awesome fight. So, you know, good job, uh, Paul. Uh, this is how pe- this is how pound for pound people to get it done. That's right. That's right. And now, now how now Rafael Dos Anjos was a little bit upset, so he responded to who he wanted to fight. Now he's down to fight Paul Felder, but he didn't want to fight Paul Felder. He wanted to fight UFC newcomer coming in from Bellator, Michael Chandler. And so oh. and, and so he 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 tweets out, I wish Makachev MMA a speedy recovery. Looking for a new partner to dance. Looks like Mike Chandler MMA is ready to go. Your move. Because we know he's ready to go. Why? Yeah. Because a few weeks ago he was in training cutting weight and made weight to be the backup. <laughs> For uh, Habib Nurmagomedov versus uh, Justin Gaethje at 155, Rafael Dos is fighting at 155, so we know Michael Chandler can't be that far off of 155. It's only been two weeks. It's only been two okay, weeks. It's only been, yeah. So, and you're supposed to be ready at all times, Michael Chandler. Where you at? Where you at? Oh, 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 oh! Are you one that only shows up when the when the when the flash is on, huh? So, 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 so Michael Chandler said that he had other plans. He can't be fighting Rafael Dos Anjos. Rafael Dos Anjos was a little upset about that. He's like, look, I have fought people anytime, anywhere, just like Paul Felder has. You're ready to go. You should be taking me. I am a former lightweight champion. Or light, uh, featherweight champion. Sorry. He didn't get the lightweight. Well, he got the featherweight champion. Well, see, that just go, that, that may tell the story of, uh, of Michael or Chandler. Or was he lightweight? He beat. He was lightweight. He was lightweight. Was he lightweight? He's a former champion because uh, he took the belt from look. from Anthony Pettis, and Anthony yeah. Pettis has only fought at light. He fought at lightweight. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to be because he took Anthony Pettis took the belt from Benson Henderson. Benson Henderson was the yeah. lightweight champion. So and Javier right. Dos Anjos took it from uh, took it from uh, 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 Anthony Pettis. And then I think well, who was it? Eddie Alvarez who took it from uh, Happy Dos Anjos? Yeah, hold on. Like, like, yeah, he was a lightweight champion, and he yeah. lost it to Eddie Alvarez. Yes, he did. Boom! He Look did. at that. That's how you know I follow this sport. Yes, yeah, right. And guess what? And guess, and guess what? He on top of that, I didn't know that Rafael Rafael was a fourth degree black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but he's also a black belt in Muay Thai. He's a black belt in Muay Thai. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if Coach has a black belt. Yeah, it's a prajade, a prajade, you know, it's prajade, a prajade. Somebody, somebody over there in Brazil, please tell me what it has pronounced. Okay, yes. please. All right, but uh, yeah, hey, hey, uh, hey, 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 Coach, you got, you got one more. You got a black belt? I think you got one. More. I think you got, got like a black, black a black belt, like he wears with slacks, but I don't Jason, think you got yeah, a. With Jay- that black belt from JC Penney's, as Mr. Miyagi yeah, once said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe he's got a black belt in Shotokan karate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
See, this is the best part about not having not having Kalechi and not having Coach on the show because we could tease them as much as they as we want because they ain't hey. here to defend themselves. That's, That's right. right. That's right, kids. <laughs> Always talk about people behind their back. <laughs> Just don't let them find out about it. Exactly. Deny everything. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> All right. So, so we got Paul Felder versus Hotfield Asanyas. We'll make those picks at the end of the show. Right. there. We mentioned it before. Let's go ahead and talk about it. There is a new contender at light heavyweight. His name is Glover Teixeira. He is number one and next in line, potentially, for a fight with Jan Blakovich. He called him out at the end of the show, and Dana White said, I hear you, dog. He's not yeah. wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. Oh. So here we are now. We've got, you know, an agreement in terms, no contract sign between Jan Blakovich and the 185 pound champion, the last style builder, Israel Adesanya. But now that Glover Teixeira has won this fight in convincing fashion and he now sits atop the number one contender uh, of the light heavyweight division, it, we, we have to ask the question. Who should get the title shot? Honestly, you know what I'm going to say. The John Jones? No, 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 no. John Jones gets it. He gets it third. Okay, he gets it third. Uh, no, uh, Glover should get it. Glover should get it first. Okay, and then after it's done, he should have the option of whether or not he wants to fight Adesanya. And if Adesanya... If he doesn't want to fight Adesanya, well, I guarantee John Jones will fight Adesanya 205 because John Jones is already sniffing around at the belt now because now he's like, oh, I should come back and try to steal some thunder again. You know, but the the thing is, I don't remember him saying any. Oh, actually, I do, because he said, didn't John Jones say that uh, Glover Teixeira is the GOAT? Yes, he did. So I'm like, dude. Don't don't be don't be that dude. I'm, I'm not gonna say that John Jones ran from anyone. I don't believe that John Jones runs from people. The the he he's too good of a fighter and he's done too much in his career. But it is interesting that the two closest fights in his career, Tiago Santos and and Dominic Reyes, let me say in his recent career, because the fight with Alexander Gustafson was really close too. But um those two fights were super close. And now both of those guys have been finished by their next opponents. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so it's just interesting. So for what me, I, I, I agree with you. Glover Teixeira, he's, he, I mean, he fought Anthony Smith and basically knocked his teeth out and then finished yeah. Maheta, uh, Tiago Santos. Why wouldn't you give the guy who's been, who's been in the division and who's number one, uh, number one contender the first crack at the new light heavyweight champion. Like that's the fight that you have to make. Israel Adesanya is, is a money fight. People want to see that dude fight whenever he steps into the octagon. That fight will be there. That fight will be there. Why not? Always. Why not? Why not have Teixeira versus Jan Blakovich? I don't know if, if Teixeira is injured in any way, but if he's not, then why wouldn't you go ahead and schedule that early part of, 2021 maybe like a march or april and then get israel adesanya in there for fight week or or a little bit a little bit later you know maybe august or september 
And then what you could do is finish the year off with a John Jones versus Israel Adesanya. So you get Israel three fights in one year. Yeah, maybe you have to find him an opponent. Maybe Robert Whitaker will fight him um, on the same card with uh, Jan Blachowicz and and um, and uh, Glover Teixeira. That would be a really interesting thing because then what you could do is this. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. Say you schedule this for April. April time frame, April, May. All right. Glover Teixeira versus Jan Blachowicz headlining co-main event. Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya, if he is able to go two for uh, against Robert Whitaker and Jan Blachowicz, if he's able to beat Glover Teixeira, you have the face off in the ring right then and there for a September or October fight. How about this? Okay, let's that would work, but let's move the timeline back because we want to put it on International Fight Week. That is the biggest, that is the Super Bowl of MMA right there. Right. So what we would do is probably a February, March, have that event, have the the two winners face off each other in the ring. It doesn't even matter. Well, it has to be Adesanya versus whomever. It it, it has to be Adesanya versus Jan Blakovich. I personally, un, un, unless Glover Teixeira just murders Jan Blakovich, I don't find Israel Adesanya versus Glover Teixeira an exciting fight. I don't. But I find Israel Adesanya versus the champion a very interesting fight, whomever it may be. If Bla- if Jan Blakovich gets knocked out by Glover Teixeira, you darn right I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch if he gets versus- even better. Okay, I want to see the champion versus that champion. Okay, I don't care. It could be a champion versus champion fight for International Fight Week. I, you know, I'm pretty confident that Israel is going to be the champion. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see a Texera versus Blankovic fight to see how that ends. And if Texera, if Texera wins that fight, Adesanya versus Texera, why would we be concerned with? With Jan, if Jan just got beat by Teixeira, Teixeira becomes the most interesting fight there. Uh, I, so I, 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 I hear you. Fight week. I hear you, but I and 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 I agree. If you could get it for International Fight Week, the, the champ versus the champ, that would be great. Even if you could get the get get the 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 Whitaker, I, I also think if you get Whitaker, uh, Adesanya, Teixeira, and Blachowicz on International Fight Week, that is also an interesting card as well. That um, would be an interesting card, and that sets up. But see, that that sets up, you know, possibly we could do September. I would probably make it closer to the end of the year. Yeah, but if you do, if you do something like September, October, or, or, or August, September, don't they typically try to get to 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 Madison Square Garden? Couldn't you get that in Madison Square Garden? You know, in that September October time frame. Yes, you can. But you also have to look, it would probably be more towards October because September is such a busy month that a lot of people are going to, that takes, that kind of takes the, the focus away from uh, leisurely activities as we get the world back to, back to school and it's becoming fall. That would have, that would almost have to be like a Labor Day weekend, just bloody battle, yeah. I, a yeah. Labor Day battle. That That's, that's the only time you can do it in September is for Labor Day. And or and then after that, make it like a a true Halloween havoc, if mm-hmm. you will. 
Oh my gosh, uh, Halloween Havoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw what I did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see. And, see, yeah, yeah. So that's how you do it. And uh, you know, like I said, either scenario for me. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't that be the crown though? All right, you get Glover in there, fight Blockovich. He beats Blockovich. He gets the belt. He's like, you know, I'm thinking about retiring. And then Adesanya comes in the ring. He's like, hold up. You know, before you do that, why don't you come get a piece of this old man and let it happen like that? Okay. And then what if, what if Tex- Texera beats Adesanya? What are we going to do then? Oh, well, then John Jones gets the last laugh. <laughs> he comes in and, like, I'll fight Glover and just mercilessly mauls him. Well, he's already beaten Glover to share. That's the thing. <coughs> this was oh, when right. uh, uh, John Jones, and, 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 and so, you know, I wasn't so mad about John Jones going up to heavyweight because there wasn't very many guys for him left to fight. You know, and so Glover, Glover, I mean, he probably could have fought Dominic Reyes again. That was a really close fight. I think I scored, nah. I scored it for Dominic Reyes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people did. No, but I, I used the methodology and scored it for Dominic Reyes. Um, what methodology are you talking about, sir? The Combat Sports Talk judging methodology. You can find it on oh. Combat Sports Talk, www.combatsportstalk.com. There's a whole methodology section for you to check out so that you, can watch a fight and score it more consistently than just a normal fan. Go there now. Ooh. I got to try it. You got to try it. Actually, right, you know, plug. So, so here's an aside and then we got to get back on uh, we got to get back on track. Um right. in January, we you and me and perhaps Kalechi are slated <clears throat> to judge Muay Thai fights. And here's oh, what I've oh. here's what I've learned. Because I've yeah. started watching Muay Thai fights to acclimate myself to Muay Thai. The methodology that, that I, the methodology that I have built does not work for Muay Thai fights. <laughs> okay, so we were. If you go back to our, to when we uh, did the Dominion Fight Championships, yeah, we were told exactly how to do Muay Thai fights. We need to go back and revisit that video because the coach. The, the one of the coaches there actually was one of the coaches and one of the fighters. And I think it may have been one of the fighters was telling us exactly how you score Muay Thai fights. So I've been reading and, up on it. We'll have to, we'll have to do it. Uh, we'll have to do it on another show. Maybe have okay. perhaps with, with, we can see if we, we can get coach Carlos here and get, um, get, uh, get George here as well. Um, maybe coach Carlos has a black belt and, you know, he's trained in, in, um, oh, yeah. He's trained he in got, Thailand, so he probably I don't got know. two or three black belts, you know, <laughs> or none maybe at he all. Can give, he can, maybe he'll give one to George, make him feel better. You know, <laughs> you know what? The, this, this is gonna become this is gonna become part of the the combat sports talk drinking game. Is oh, the yeah. black belt black belt in Muay Thai? Um, oh. <laughs> the black belt in Muay Thai bit. Um, if we make it. Okay. <laughs> so. So uh, it would be good because I've been reading up on how to score a Muay Thai fight, and I've been watching on Fight Pass. There's uh, a Muay Thai promotion that that uh, is on Fight Pass, and just watching those, watching those, those fights, they're they're taking place in Thailand, and, and it's it's completely different than MMA. Like you can't oh, score yeah. it the same way. It's more like scoring Pride. Mm, good luck. 
So, 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 because so, scored in pride is is insane, and I've watched enough Muay Thai fights that um, it's chaos. It's it's complete and total chaos, and it's fun to watch. It's, it is fun. It's a performance. That's the thing, yes. and, and we we have digressed, even though I said that we should save this for another show. But it is a yeah. performance, so you're not looking at it like you're watching an MMA fight where you're scoring round by round, and you're 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 saying, okay, how did that strike land? How much? How do we score the takedown? How do I score? You know, this submission attempt, all that kind of stuff. It really is about who is dominant, who is showing their dominance. How how are they? How are they landing their strikes? Are those strikes showing some level of reaction or damage on their opponent? And that's what you're mm-hmm. scoring, as opposed to you know just each bit of action in the ring. So um, I've learned a lot, and and I and I would love to be able to get Coach Carlos. And get get uh, get George on on the show to really go through watching. You know, we George just wanted to do a fight companion so we can put like one of the Muay Thai fights on YouTube. Maybe put it as a put us as picture in picture, and we all just kind of talk through how to score the fight. So that's something that we'll okay. do uh, for those of you who are watching. We'll we'll do that, and then we'll we'll publish that for you so you guys can start getting into Muay Thai. What I can tell you in watching it, it's really entertaining. Um, it, it's not as, it, it's different than MMA, but what it, what it brings with it is a bit of showmanship. And I, and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a show. It's a lot of cast. It's, it's brutal, but not as brutal as Letway. Okay. No, no, Letway is well, a different story for a different day. All right. Absolutely. So well, you were talking about the old man and, 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 and the old man being, uh, Glover Teixeira, but there's an older man that uh, mm-hmm. that thought about actually going and challenging his own self against Jan Blachowicz, and that is one Daniel D.C. Cormier. He said that he considered coming back into the octagon to challenge Jan Blachowicz for the light heavyweight title. He said that thought lasted about 15 minutes, and he's like, nope, I'm done. Let me tell you why he's not really done. But there's two reasons. Hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, okay. All now right, so. Number one, he is not out of the he's not out of the testing pool yet. He is not out of it yet, people. As of as of today, his name is still in the testing pool. Two. I forgot what two was. John Jones. Uh, not not name John Jones. Two, no, it took him 15 minutes to think about it. Let me tell you something, people. If it takes you more than a minute to convince yourself not to do it, you're going to end up doing it, okay? Most of my decisions, if it's a major decision, it takes three days for me to say, no, nah, I can't do it, if I'm, gonna, if I'm not going to do it. It took him 15 minutes. He's coming back to the ring eventually. What he is saying is, is that yes, I can come. I would like to come back in that ring, but I've got to be motivated to do it. And what is more motivating than a heavyweight champ, John Jones? Not much, because John right. Jones is going to John Jones is going to bring him back. I'm telling y'all, one more time, John Jones. If if you're playing the combat sports talk drinking game. Now is your time to drink. And you should be an alcoholic by as many references I've made to John Jones in D.C. All right. Hey, so so uh, Dana White says that 
reports that the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier fight for January 23rd is not official. That what he says is is that it's supposed to be on Fight Island. Poirier has signed his contract, but guess who hasn't signed yet? Shocking. What? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. What are we going to do? Prima McGregor. Mm. You see what I did there? Yeah, I saw what you did. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Prima Gregor. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what what were y'all thinking? You think he was going to go against somebody that's hungry like Poye? Okay, he's not going to fight somebody hungry like that. He's not hungry anymore. He got a hundred million reasons why he's not that hungry anymore. Right. Okay, he doesn't want somebody like that. He does not want some. He talk a good game, but I guarantee when he woke up in this off that silk, that that bed with the silk jammies. I'm talking about that 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 bed that's made out of purple. He jumped out of that purple bed with them silk jammies, and he's like, I, I think I don't want to do this today. And he didn't. Th- and he was like, I'm not doing it no more. Okay, that's what happened. All right, because when his maid came in there, it's like, how do you want your eggs, Mr. McGregor? He was like, make it with, with haggis. And he ate that. And like I said, he was like, I don't want no parts of, of, the, of the fight game no more. I don't have to have any reasons why. I don't think haggis, haggis is Irish. I think haggis is Scottish, right? Guess what? He got enough. He got 100 million reasons why he don't care. Okay, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. He eat all of it. Hey, well, <laughs> he don't care. So, so he here's the deal. Do you know, and I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think this is on the run sheet. It was supposed to be on the run sheet. Do you know who threw his hat into the ring when it was determined that contract hasn't been sent back from Conor McGregor and, and Dustin Poirier, and now the, the fight is in jeopardy? Do you know who was oh. who, who's going to throw his hat into the ring? Artem Lobov? No. Oh. Wow. I'll give you a hint. He's ducking... Rafael Dos Anjos. Word. Yes. Michael Word. Chandler's like, hey, I'll fight Conor McGregor. You need anyone to fight Conor McGregor? I'll fight Conor McGregor. Oh, okay. Like, bro. Okay. So, all right. So now we see the game. Okay. We see Michael Chandler's game. He not he not ready to fight. He ready to fight everybody as long as there's some ducats behind it. That's what he's saying. You know, it's, yeah. he's like, I'll fight you for a very small number. But it's got to have a lot of zeros behind it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's what he's saying. Okay, I got. We see your game. We see your game, sir. All right, we see so, your game. So another person who's fighting a light fight replacement. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a little bit and we'll we'll circle back around. Uh, all right. Uh, hometown hero Kevin the Trailblazer Holland. Has right stepped on. in to fight Jack Hermanson. Remember, we were talking last week um, that the only person that Israel Adesanya hasn't beaten at 185 that's in the top five is Jack Hermanson. Mm-hmm. Now, Jack Hermanson is was supposed to have a fight, but that fight fell out. Um, Darren Till, Jack Hermanson was supposed to fight Darren Till, but Darren Till got injured. So, mm-hmm. so Trailblazer Holland, who is currently not ranked in the top 15, is going to get a a shot at a high level 185er hold up it's, it's this is confirmed this is it's going to happen type action. yes yes it has he has stepped in 
to fight the number four middleweight contender, Jack Hermanson, in the main event of UFC Vegas 16 on December 5th, 2020. You know what that's going to do, right? If if Holland beats Hermanson... It's Izzy, it's it, Izzy versus Holland. It, it, it's going to be Izzy versus Holland. That's exactly what he wants. Because if they were yelling at each other. Time, yeah, they were they were barking like dogs at each other. Yeah. So he he now we got some heat. Okay. Oh yeah. Hermanson better not better not get comfortable. All right, because he's got a guy that got some heat and he got some heat for the champ. All right. So So this all works out perfectly because Kevin Holland fights frequently anyway. So now mm-hmm. you have John Jan Blakovich versus Glover Teixeira. The winner of Kevin Holland versus Jack Hermanson versus Israel Adesanya sometime in the first quarter of 2020. Man, March Madness is going to have a whole new meaning. Whole new meaning. Uh, Whole new meaning. You heard it here first. We're calling it right now. Like, that's that's what's going to happen. I think that that's going to be the card that I would make if I was Sean Shelby. I was working at the UFC. That's what I would be. That's what I would be trying to pull together. Yep. Look forward to around spring break time. Trust me. Hell yeah. Somebody going to get broke. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> speaking of getting broke, let's go back to it. Um, there was a fighter. His name is Ram, Ramiz Brahim. Bra- Ramiz Brahim. Ramiz Brahim. Okay, this is a guy oh, who's fighting. Dude. Oh. <laughs> speaking of someone getting broken. Uh. Yeah, about that. Um, it happened. About- it happened oh, ahead, in the prelims. Happened in the oh. prelims. Uh, this it was his 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 UFC debut. Okay, dude, fighting in the UFC for the very first time. He comes in. This is his very first time. He's done all this work to get here. He's fighting. He gets hit in the groin twice in the fight, and then. Max Griffin, his opponent, landed uh, an elbow strike to his ear and almost rips his ear right off his face. And so this piece of meat is hanging from his face, bleeding everywhere. And dude is like, what? Just tape it up. I, I can keep going. The dude has heart, but you got to see the clip. Okay, I mean mm-hmm. it, 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 to, to get don't yes, do it. You gotta see, you gotta see the clip. if you watch if you if you saw what Blue Waffles was. What is everything else is downhill, Ryan? Okay, okay listen. Everything's downhill. Listen, I I will never forget watching uh, <laughs> Anderson Silva versus the the American hero Chris Weidman. <laughs> uh, what? The rematch between uh, the All-American, sorry, All-American Chris Weidman versus Anderson the Spider Silva 2 at Buffalo Wild Wings with my pay-per-view crew that that I used to run with at the time. Shout out to to Tom Rios. Um, And when Anderson Silva broke his leg on on that kick, I was like, stop showing the replay. I couldn't handle watching the slow motion of watching his leg break and wrap around Chris Weidman. I I can do the blood that's, you know, kind of the the trauma of the cuts and things like that during the fights. 
I can't do I can't do severe sports injuries like you might have been the person that did this on Facebook. And if you are, it's totally in character. I just can't believe it. There's a picture of a guy. There's a video of a guy who's in a backyard backyard wrestling ring. He climbs up okay. to the top rope and then uh-huh. just kind of jumps off the top rope and and back <laughs> and his leg snaps under him like a twig and and oh. I, the reaction that I had was just visceral. Just like who? Oh yo. Who? The guy who? jumps off the top rope and the caption says this dude broke his MCL, his ACL, his ATV, his VCR, and his ATL. <laughs> it, it, it was he jumped and his and his 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 leg just went like that, uh, and it was just uh, like at the knee, and it just went uh, oh, and I was like ow. I can't, I can't, I can't do severe sports injuries. So broken legs in football, I can't do any of that stuff. So, so I can't watch this guy's ear. I can't watch the video. It's too macabre for me. I can't do it. It's gross. Okay. So, uh, these injuries, believe it or not, are, are, I'll list them as uncommon. They're just slightly below common. And it's because they get these cauliflower ears. If you're, if you're in the fighting arts, you know what cauliflower is. When you get when you get hit in the ear so many times, it just puffs up. These things need to be drained every now and then. Most fighters kind of drain them before the fight or or shortly after the fight because if they're if they're puffed out and if they're fighting, the chances of that being ruptured or in this case hanging off is exponential. And this is actually kind of what happened. It was just dangling there. I'm not doing a Ray Charles impression (laughs) at all. I'm just grossed out. But I knew that I I, I knew we couldn't do the show and not talk about this. Like we have to talk about it. Like that is the most gruesome thing that I have seen in MMA in probably five years. Uh, I've seen some, you know, I guess I'm just I'm messed up, I guess, because I've seen some some gruesome injuries. So let me get this straight, Ryan. Okay. You can't handle bare knuckle boxing. Okay? No, I, 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 it's not that I can't handle it. I, I disagree with it. I can we'll watch talk it. About it. We'll I talk about that. that because we got, we got, we got things to talk about as far as the bare knuckle world. Anyway, so, um, but I mean, it's, it's an injury. I mean, I've seen football injuries. I've seen, you know, pro wrestling injuries. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind is Sid Vicious coming off the top rope. Okay, we don't need to. Long. Okay. Come on. Can, do we have to do this? I don't want to do this. Like, you know, I can't handle this. Dak Prescott, you know, his, his, his foot doing a 180. I, I'm, uh, on, I'm on taking spot. the headphones off. I can't hear you anymore. I can't do it. Like, you keep talking about it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay, headphones, okay, I'm not okay, going to okay. hear it. Okay, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm stop. Hold I'm up stop. two I'm fingers. Stop. Okay, I see your timeout. I hold okay. up two fingers. I'm done. I'm done. All right. Okay. All right. Can't handle it. Like I can't handle it. Just it's too gross. I mean, we can talk about the pride stuff. I mean, because like uh, what was uh, the what was it? Uh, it was Fedor Emelianenko versus okay. Peter the Colossus Thompson. Other, and other people for, who are out. Amanda Fedor Nunes is n- no, no. We're not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. He he targeted it though. He went for it. Amanda Nunes. I mean, have you ever squeezed a lemon? That's okay. Exactly. Done. Oh. Done. 
Okay. Amanda Nunes <laughs> is out of UFC 256 <laughs> against Anderson uh, against Megan Anderson. Um, basically, yeah. they said it was a serious medical issue. So we don't know yeah. what it is. It is non-disclosed. But Amanda Nunes will not fight again until 2021. She was slated to fight uh, Megan Anderson at 145, but uh, something yeah. happened to uh, to Amanda Nunes, so she is out. Um, speaking of of, of of fighters who are out, Paige Van Zant, her husband, yeah. Paige Van Zant, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, is reported to be returning to MMA after bare knuckle boxing. So there's a resurrection there. You don't I, say. I don't think she's going to. To be honest, uh, her husband Austin Vanderford. Uh, said that uh, while he would love for her to return to MMA and go to Bellator, personally, if that was an option, why didn't she take it before? Because I, I think, uh-huh. I, I think once those ladies in bare knuckle boxing get to her, she ain't gonna that her face ain't gonna be a money maker anymore. See, you have this ideology that bare bare knuckle fighting. Is, is is more gruesome than boxing with gloves. It's actually quite the other way around. Fighting bare knuckles is actually a lot safer than fighting with gloves. Okay, gloves I, are protecting your fist from to 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 endure more to to deliver more punishment to a face. If you're fighting bare knuckles, you're only going to punch so many times, and then you're like, you know what? The open hand slap is doing real good right about now. No, no. This, this is the thing. This is the thing. While, while I do acknowledge the fact that m- more people uh, died after uh, boxing gloves were added to boxing than before, because breaking your hand on someone's cranium was a common thing whenever you punch someone in the head during bare knuckle boxing back in the far and away days. If you know that movie, yeah, I do know that movie. As a matter of fact. Um, and so a lot of the strikes were body shots and things like that that they were landing. Um, whereas when they added the boxing gloves, now throwing uh, shots to the head became more prevalent and therefore more people died as a result of blunt force trauma. The concern that I have with, with bare knuckle fighting comes back to the fact that the expectation is not for you to box. It is not bare knuckle boxing. It is bare knuckle fighting. And so you were expected to stand toe-to-toe against your opponent and throw bombs until one of you is either too lacerated to continue or somebody goes to sleep. And so it's just like I'm not I, – I, I don't like the fact that, they, that you get penalized for avoiding getting hit. Mm. That's it. Mm. Like – the guy, the, I don't remember his name. We covered it on the show, but he yeah, had half that. his purse. They took half his purse away because he boxed his opponent as opposed to just standing there and just being a pugilist and just taking damage. And and I just I don't agree with 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 a, with a sport that demands that you don't treat it like a sport. True. But I do believe there may have been a fine line there between fighting and avoiding. Okay, and I think he got his—he may have gotten it snatched away from avoiding fighting. Okay, I think that may be. I have to go the, back. The and highlights—the highlights that I watched 
he looked like he was boxing, sticking and moving, and 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 not getting, not allowing his opponent to to land any strikes. So it was basically a boxing clinic, and you know people were mad because they didn't stand in the middle of the ring and turn their faces into puffy little meat meat pies. Mm. Speaking okay, of puffy. Well, I mean- I was going to segue away. Speaking of puffy little meek pies, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson was invited by a bodybuilder to kick him in the leg to see how many times he could get kicked in the leg before he would submit. Uh, It really only took one, but the bodybuilder stood up and took probably three or four more before he was running away and and Wonderboy was still kicking him in the leg. The leg looked like like ground beef, like chili meat. Why do people let this? Why do they let him? You know, somebody should have talked to him in this camp. And be like, dog, I don't think you should do this, man. All right, don't let this little skinny dude fool you. He could kick. All right, there's a reason why that he's he has so many knockouts on his record. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, like like the great line said in Blade, there's always somebody that's going to ice skate uphill. This Wait. happened to be that dude. What's what Blade? Blade said that? Yeah, Blade said that. There's always somebody that want to ice skate uphill. That's a paraphrase because I can't say that what the what the true phrase was. But there's always somebody that want to ice skate uphill. All right, all right. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, got it. All right. Um. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and get into it. Got it. Robert Whitaker says that he wants to uh wants to fight. Uh, Israel Adesanya. He says he's hustling for a rematch like a salty kid. I don't really think that he is. Dude wants to have a baby. His wife or his his significant other, I think it's his wife. It may be his girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know the, the official status of their relationship. But um, he wants that. He, he, she's pregnant. His child is coming sometime in the Christmas time frame. He wants to be off being a father. I support that. He said that he hasn't um, he's he's been in training camps when his other kids were born, so this is an opportunity mm-hmm. for him to actually be present and be a good father to his uh, to his newborn. All right, I support that, but I'm with that. Mm-hmm. But but don't then say that you're chasing the 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 the, the belt. You're not. You got a great reason why you're not. But I don't believe that you are interested in fighting Israel Adesanya. One because. He he did clown you in two rounds when you did fight, and then two, you got a lot of family issues and personal things going on. Go be a dad. The belt will always be there, and you're the you're a top ranked fighter in 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 middleweight. You what do you got to worry about? And I, I liked I liked what he said. He was like, the belt's gonna be there. I'm the number one guy. I just keep fighting. I will get the title shot. Yes. So let Jack Hermanson and and Kevin Holland fight for that title, and let's see what they can do. All right, so let's let's answer that question there, because I I understand what he was saying. He was that he was playing Mister Congeniality. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. It, it hurt all. He he was embarrassed, and he ain't the champ. So he's gonna sit there and say. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to be a dad and everything, but I'm hunting the belt. No, you're just hunting the belt, and you're using the excuse of you're a dad. Okay, 
I'm not going to knock you. I'm not going to put you down like that. Being a dad is a great thing. Be be a dad, okay? You said all the truthful words. You just got to believe it now, all right? You're a dad. I want to be a dad. The belt's always going to be there. <clears throat> yeah, j- just to, just to, just to, to underscore that, when Israel Adesanya fought Robert Whitaker, Israel Adesanya walked out, danced choreography with his boys, did an aerial, and then walked to the ring, almost knocked out Robert Whitaker at the end of round number one, finished him in round number two, and then walked out of the ring and been whipping tail ever since. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he didn't just dance. He didn't do a dance choreography. He did a Naruto dance choreography. <laughs> you got beat by you got you got beat by a guy that did an anime dance on to on the way to the, on the way to the ring, got disintegrated in inside ten minutes, and then he danced out. <laughs> so I I I, I, I do think there's some I think there's some some there's some truth to that. But Robert Whitaker did say that if Jan Blakovich fell to Israel Adesanya, if they got that fight done, and he hadn't fought Israel Adesanya yet, he would be willing to fight Israel Adesanya not at 185, but at 205. Oh wow, that's an interesting. I think he should. I, I, I think it should. would. I think it would be one of the most bizarre things to watch: two 185ers fighting at 205 for a light heavyweight belt that neither one of them actually fought anybody. At, at light heavyweight to get oh, rank ranking don't matter <laughs> ranking doesn't not, matter that, whatsoever that should not happen that should definitely not happen under any circumstance if that happens officially rankings doesn't matter they should just all let it fly let there be a a a open weight championship and who wants it who wants what Well, asking that question of who wants what leads us right into the fight card. This is the fight card. This is where we talk about the fights that are coming up this weekend. And we've got five fights on the card. UFC Vegas Felder versus Dos Anjos Saturday, November 14th, 2020 at the UFC Apex Arena. In Las Vegas, Nevada, we've got Brendan Allen versus Sean Strickland, nice. former former Alabama Crimson Tide linebacker Eric Anders comes back against Antonio Arroyo. You've mm-hmm. got Julian Marquez versus Separbeck Safarov. Look at that yeah, first try. Yeah, I know, right? You didn't better. Yeah. Abdul Razak Al Hassan versus Chaos Williams. Wow. Is his name really chaos? Yes. And here's, here's an interesting story. Okay. Interesting story. So if you go back, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back. If you go back to coach Derwin's interview, he talked Mm -hmm. about the, the heartbreak of losing a fighter to another, another camp or another. Um, so I, I wish coach was here because coach had a fighter in his camp. Um, who was one fight away from going to the UFC. This is how close mm-hmm. coach was to being a UFC coach. His fighter had to fight one guy to get to the UFC. That guy's name was Chaos Williams. 
That was his. That's his. This student, or that was the guy that he had to fight. That's the guy he had to fight. Coach's wow. guy. Coach's guy got into the ring, laid an egg, and got beat by Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams is now in the UFC. That is how close oh, wow. Coach was to being a UFC coach. One fight away. Man, man. At this, that, wow. So, but so what's I, poignant about? Salty. Oh, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna go say ahead. what's poignant about what Coach Duran was saying is, is is that coaches do experience heartbreak, and so you know that that's one of Coach's dreams is to be a UFC um, UFC coach and coach a fighter that's 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 at the highest echelon of of um, you know of the MMA world, and so. Uh, he was one fight away, and Chaos Williams won that fight, and now here we are, co-maining UFC Vegas 14, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus the guy who beat Coach's, Coach's student. Um, and so, therefore, uh, you know, I'm like, shout out, go go Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. I'm, I'm, I'm picking that dude. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reserve. Um, I'm gonna reserve my my opinion yet. Um, we'll talk about it. At he's a more he's a Fortis guy too. He's here in Dallas. You know that, right? Who? Uh, Al Hassan. Al Hassan. I did he, not know that he was in he, Dallas. Yes, he's a Fortis guy. So for sure, then I'm going for the hometown hero. Let's go, Al. I'm going yeah. Al Hassan. Um, all right, go go Judo Thunder. All right, that's his nickname. That's one of his nicknames. Judo, Judo Thunder. Thunder. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, it's better than chaos because I mean chaos. If that's your name, I mean that's just like saying your name is the coldest. You know, the coldest to ever do it. Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, his name. Yeah, that's his, that's his name. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm mad now, but all right. So yeah, Hassan. Main event of the evening: Paul Felder on five days' notice versus Rafael dos Anjos. We're gonna make this flash fight pick. We're going to make this flash fight pick, but know that Rafael Dos Anjos is the favorite in this fight, according to Vegas odds. Who you got? Yeah, my man, Paul Felder, dude. I am so proud of you. Like I said, you, you game bread. You truly game bread, okay? You are down for the fight, pound for pound. You got, you got this. However, this is Rafael Dos Anjos, man. I don't think he's going to make it, dude. I'm sorry. He just got, he, he's been in fight camp. He mad, He hungry and he mad. Okay, he mad because he ain't getting the guy he want. And then and now he's not getting the guy he wants, but then he called out another guy that he ain't getting, so he definitely mad and you there. So you you in trouble, dog. So who you got? I'm choosing RDA. Okay. I'm choosing RDA. All right. I'm gonna make sure I got that pick documented so I can play Yes, please document the, uh, the crow sound. Maybe play the crow sound. Maybe. Uh, Okay, um, and then I'm going with Paul Felder. All right, go with the Irish Dragon. I mean, I wish the best of luck to the Irish Dragon. You know, if he pulls it out, I'll gladly eat this, eat this crow. But you know, my my logic is saying, dude, RDA is he, he's ready for this. He want, yeah. He's coming back down too. He's oh yeah, he he mad. He big mad too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. Uh, I'm gonna get that drop. I'm gonna make that drop. You man, <laughs> you you big, big man. man. <laughs> I just want that money. 
I ain't got time to argue with you. <laughs> Tell you, man, that's that's one of the best clips I've seen all year on on Facebook. Was that right there? Plaz, yeah. my dude is. Uh, 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 shout yeah. out to Plaz. I, yeah, I, I, I watch. I watch. Yeah. Okay, you got RDA. I got Paul Felder. Follow us on social media on I'm Combat Sports Talk on Instagram. I am Keys to Victory, and that's Keys with the ES. All right. Uh, Coach George Stallworth is at Darkside underscore Muay Thai underscore, and Kalechi Casey Onyebuchi is at Push Pull Pray. You can find us on our website at www.combatsportstalk.com. Um, and so there you can find the coaching methodology or judging methodology for watching MMA fights. So go check that out. Um, but you can also find our merch. Um, we got some T-shirts. The Intelligent Defense Discussion Group T-shirt is live. And the Combat Sports Talk logo tee. But you can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can see them up here at the top of the screen. Yeah, right there. Yeah, they're, they're, there it is. Well, actually, Check it out. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah, I see that now. Oh, yeah. look at that. Look at that. Look see? at that. I'm what's high that society. And then what's you. that? What's the. Let's see. So here, I'll go, go to YouTube, Facebook. Okay, YouTube, go ahead. Face, YouTube, okay, there, let me see here. I'm, I'm mirroring. Right there. Sorry, YouTube, right there. Yeah, right Facebook, there. Instagram, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Periscope, and Spotify. Right on. Right on. Wow. But literally everywhere. If you Google Combat Sports Talk, it's in Google Search Engine. It's on every podcasting platform. Anywhere. It's like Visa. It's everywhere you want to be. Combat Sports Talk. Uh, shout out to we- MMA Junkie, MMA Fighting, MMA Mania, and Bloody Elbow, but also the Intelligent Defense Discussion Group that you can join on Facebook and join us in conversations about the MMA world. Uh, and that's a lot where a lot of these stories that we talk about come from. So shout out to all of that hard work that those journalists are doing. Anything else before we go, Coach? Uh, before we go, jo- uh, John? Yeah, I'm one of them, right? Get my, na- get my name right. That's what I got. Yeah, put, some, <laughs> put some respect on my name, man. Uh, yeah, happy Veterans Day to all my brothers, all my, all my brothers in, in the BDU and other, other camouflage. You know, go out there, get your, get your veteran benefits. And I can't say the rest of it because, you know, Ryan will, will kick me off the show. So, yeah, I'll have to. Y'all know, edit. Y'all know what's up. Yeah, ha- ha- happy Veterans Day to you, uh, John. And uh, uh, check 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 the chat screen because guess who guess who's here now? Oh, hey, 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 George, hey, Coach, what's hey, going coach? on? How's that black belt treating you? <laughs> All right, on behalf of John Keys and in the yeah. chat room, George, George Stallworth, I'm Ryan Smith, reminding you to keep your hands up. Your chin tucked and throw bombs. We'll catch you next time.